Hello, YouTube. It's my birthday today. Yeah, I got an awesome present. Gears of War Special Edition. Two discs. One bonus content than the actual game. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, I'm really happy it's my birthday. Abs in a six pack. In a six pack broadcasting live from East Tennessee. I'm from Tennessee, and I've been doing this for a long time. It's May 12, 2021. Joined by Noah, he's over there doing his thing, and Blueberry's back for some. He wants some action. So he's here. And he wants some action. Yeah. I'm going to say it this time. Darren can't take that from me. I want the action. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so if I you heard... bring the action. <laughs> uh, if you heard the last episode, uh, or no, I guess, uh, yeah, well, the last episode with Booberry, at least, uh, we left off somewhere around here. You know the Tony All right, stop there. Stop there. Stop there. Yeah, I think I, you should I, go I've, got a, I've got a point I want to make. Okay. I listened to the last podcast, and my ears were bleeding 39 <laughs> minutes in. Did you it make was it? not enjoyable. It was not enjoyable. Did you I make was it? dying. I felt <laughs> like my liver was failing. I was get, it was getting difficult to breathe. <laughs> I don't think you should make me undergo this experience again. Did it give you an erection that lasted more than four hours? No, my penis went inside my body. It was doing <laughs> the con concave. I think is the word. Ugh. There was a hole. <laughs> did you did you make it far enough to the John Oliver segment we did? No, I did not. Okay, because that's what we're here to do tonight is continue that. Uh, so we did we did the episode like the day before. No agenda covered. You know, Robert De Niro and the Vax documentary and Del Big Tree and John Oliver right. and a lot of these songs. And we were talking about all that already, but Booberry and I at the end of the episode were like, we need to come back and just go through this whole John Oliver thing. So that's the that's that's on the docket for tonight. And that anything sounds else, great. Anything else? But before any, we do that, before yeah. we do that, happy birthday, Chris. Oh, thank you. Happy fucking birthday. Oh, I, I like money. Did you give me some Is money? Spankings? Yeah. I like money, though. How about a cookie? <laughs> All right, so um, I, I never want to hear that again. So I let's which one? Have which one? This one?
can tell you is. I'm getting that a migraine. This is bad. Uh, sorry. All right, let's. I let's literally stop. got nauseous earlier. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, because you're a cunt. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Like, Bridget oh. listened to like five minutes of it and then she started yelling about like how this is possible. Oh, you didn't even do the like we did the best three at the end there. And we had one from the Lion King. That one was my favorite. I know, I know it was too much. It's I, I literally want to throw up. And and if I ever encounter that woman in public, like I'll have to stop myself from like attacking her, probably. I mean, it's just so offensive. She should probably like be in a prison somewhere. Well, she's making that she's making that Pfizer money, you know? Yeah. I like money though. Uh, so, I'm sure there's going to be constant pauses and constant bell ringing. So let's just dive into this John Oliver piece from the beginning, shall we? Let's do it. There's let's a lot. It. There's a lot in here. It's 24 minutes and 27 seconds. And I think I used to love John Oliver. No, oh, he's a fucking douchebag. I know. All right, let's do it. But we are actually going to dive straight in with our main story tonight, which concerns the COVID vaccines. The end result of the world's greatest scientists working around the clock to save countless lives, immortalised in a card we'll all definitely lose in a month. Vitally important, but also too big to fit in any standard wallet? Way to fumble at the one-yard line, science. And look, not that we needed it, but this week saw yet another reminder of just how dangerous COVID is, with cases in India in particular surging at a truly terrifying rate. India set a world record for daily COVID cases of over 400,000, and that is probably an undercount. And obviously, the world should be doing everything it can to help India right now. But our best way out of this mess long term is clearly vaccines. And it's worth remembering, we in the US are incredibly fortunate. We currently have access to a lot of vaccines, and more than half of US adults have now gotten at least one dose, which is great. The bad news is some vaccination locations have already gone from having not enough supply to not enough demand. According to the CDC, the daily average for vaccinations has dropped 20% since the start of the month, a worrying trend. Vaccine demand declining in South Carolina. Some providers left with extra doses and appointments are wide open. Palm Beach County Healthcare District says it is now facing 10,000 appointments for the county's vaccine sites remain unfilled <laughs> since they opened this week. Appointments are going unfilled. We've got thousands of appointments available over the next few weeks uh, and, and no takers at this point. It's true. A worrying amount of people are holding off on getting the free COVID vaccine. And I'm not saying that you should immediately get something just because it's free. I wouldn't recommend getting these old dolls on Craigslist just because they're free, they're weird, broken, and they will kill you in your sleep. But these vaccines could save not just your life, but the lives of people around you. And it's genuinely dispiriting that just a few months into the vaccine rollout, we are already at this point. And the problem is, for the coronavirus... The herd immunity threshold is thought to be between 70 and 90 percent of the 70 between 70 and 90 percent. That's a pretty wide margin there, isn't it? It's a huge margin. It's, 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 what the fuck? It's the population. His tone of voice, how he, he says like nonsensical things that, that don't add up. But he said he says it confidently and with like a, this pretentious like air. Yeah, he's I, a he's a British guy that hates America and yet benefited from America's entire system. Like, the, yeah, I, what, I what the fuck to, was, was that Craigslist dolls joke? Like, was that supposed to be a joke? 
like oh, do, if you think was, that's bad, that, dude, there's a joke. Okay, I won't give it away, but um, yeah, that was it. Was it was yeah it, that yeah that bad joke aside, um, I subscribe to John C. Dvorak's theory that he had a vasectomy, and that's why uh, he looks like a turtle with AIDS. That's probably what it is. I've also pointed out that him and Stephen Colbert look like Bill Gates. Like, they got the Moderna vaccine, and they're starting to look like Bill Gates. Maybe that's what the vaccine does, is it? it's it's like a cloning, (laughs) like, it terraforms your body into Bill Gates. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's probably said. I know you said turtle, but I immediately went Koopa Trooper. (laughs) He looks like a Goomba. (laughs) Hey, uh, what's everybody drinking on tonight? I've got a juicy. I'm about to crack it open. I got a Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA because it's a birthday beer, you know. I, I'm I, I'm drinking the the rest of my uh, white Zinfandel wine, and uh, I need to get some more alcohol at some point tonight. Um, I am. You're drinking currently what? White Zinfandel. Wine. Uh, I'm, I'm classy. Uh, <laughs> I'm a classy uh, bitch, Chris. Gay. I couldn't resist. It's two ninety nine a bottle at, at the Kroger. <laughs> That's a Dvorak special, man. You gotta get him on to put that on his wine list. Yeah, but the twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one is a good year for wine. <laughs> I've I've found. Especially you know I'm more of a Kroger man myself, but the Kirkland signature should be pretty nice too. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, what are you drinking on, Boober? I'm already through my first road rash. It's a raspberry lemon cider. <laughs> nice. I've never heard of road rash other than... Um, is that like roadhead? It's a, uh, no. it's a it's a sociable cider work special. Uh, it's a, a meadery here in town. Um, i just been pounding one of these back. I've been clipping up stuff. I was going to put all these little sound effects on the keyboard, hopefully make it like a little symphony of these sounds i saw a uh freak out compilation I had some good good stuff in there i hadn't seen before so nice. got me on a kick nice. i'm already feeling kind of goofy just listening to these bizarre things over and over and over again <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i'm gonna press on with john oliver because we got a lot to cover here not just your life but the lives of people around i go you. back a little bit true A worrying amount of people are holding off on getting the free COVID vaccine. And I'm not saying that you should immediately get something just because it's free. I wouldn't recommend getting these old dolls on Craigslist just because they're free, they're weird (laughs) and broken, and they will kill you in your sleep. But these vaccines could save not just your life, but the lives of people around you. And it's genuinely dispiriting that just a few months into the vaccine rollout, we are already at this point. And the problem is, for the coronavirus... The herd immunity threshold is thought to be between 70 and 90 percent of the population. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Dr. Fauci, Kretschid brought this up when he was on. Uh, Fauci said there's no such thing as herd immunity in this case. You can't achieve it. And then he said it's 60 percent we need. Then he said 70. Then he said 80. And then now he's saying 90. And when questioned on it, Jimmy Dore pointed this out. And no agenda pointed out that Jimmy Dore pointed it out. Fauci's like, well, the reason I, I wanted to give a low estimate at first so people would think it was attainable 
So, the, but really, it's this high number, and it's like that is not. First of all, that's not science, and second of all, you're fucking a medical doctor, the top medical doctor in this case, lying to the entire public, and you just admitted you lied. He doesn't know shit. Well, okay, so he's a front we, man. How about we? How about we give him three strikes for tonight? And let's just keep this to the side. Unfortunately, we already know that he lied about the mask, so he's only got one left to go. Okay, that's two strikes so far then. <laughs> and we're not even half an hour in. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I was eating jalapenos during the break. But a survey found that while 60% of American adults have got or want to get the vaccine, another 18% say maybe, and 22% say no. And if you're thinking, well, hold on, if every maybe gets the vaccine, that still puts us at 78%. Unfortunately, that poll doesn't take into account children who we're not vaccinating right now and who make up around 22% of the population. So we need to get the vaccine into as many adults as possible as soon as possible. And that means you really need to get vaccinated. And obviously, I mean the collective you, but also you, Mike, Mike in Baltimore. I know you've got this on in the background at work on Monday, so listen to me. Schedule your vaccine, Mike. Don't say you're going to look into it later. Just Google Vaccine Finder Baltimore. It takes seconds. Here are a list of vaccine sites in your area. And if you're thinking, yeah, I'm not sure I need it, Joe Rogan says I'm probably fine. Look, it is true. You might not get seriously sick from COVID or indeed sick at all but you could still inadvertently pass it to someone who could then die. And before you say, well, vulnerable people should just get vaccinated then, the vaccines are only 95% effective, Mike, so they'll probably be okay, but maybe not. Also, the more the virus circulates, the likelier we'll see mutations that make it more dangerous, possibly helping it to evade the vaccine completely, putting us all the way back to square one. So get the fucking vaccine, Mike! So in, in that one paragraph he just laid out, and I think we pointed this out last time, Boober, he says... The vaccine doesn't stop you from spreading it, but you need to get it to stop stop it from giving it to someone who's vulnerable and vaccinated because the vaccinated person only is 95% safe. This is a vaccine against the empty seat at the Thanksgiving dinner table. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. He contradicted. Do some push-ups. I didn't realize he'd said told some dude to do push-ups last year. Oh God, he called him fats too. Come on, fats, let's do some push-ups. I'm on fire. <laughs> the point is, there is a problematic amount of vaccine hesitancy right now, even among people who you would really like to think would not need convincing. We met Robert Gannon before he went in to visit his 77-year-old mother, Pause. Kia, who was on a... Where else do we know a Gannon from? Ganondorf from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I was going to say Ganon, uh, Ganondor from Legend of Zelda. Oh, yeah. I haven't played a Zelda game in forever. I mean, it's it's small, but it, it, it took me there. Subliminally, maybe not. I don't know. There's, there's Ganondon from the Bible. I don't know if I'm familiar. Who's Ganondon? I, I I just made him up. Son of a bitch. You know so better than John Oliver. Creative. Ah, Cannondale's Road, Mountain, Kids, Electric Bites. <laughs> I have a problem person, with the term person, vaccine woman, hesitancy, though. Person, woman, camera, TV. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the, no. What were you saying? No, the yeah, the the phrase itself. The the, the phrase, yeah, that, that that it's a thing now. Like just because people have been saying it over and over doesn't mean it's like it's a real. Like I mean, as if this is the rates of vaccine hesitancy or something. We should work. Like what? Like uh, it's the sale of a product. It's like, I mean, essentially, right? Like it's basically vaccine hesitancy is the rate that people are not like essentially purchasing a certain product. You wouldn't hear anybody use the term rape hesitancy in a disparaging manner. Exactly. (laughs) Like I I just, you know, it's, it's no, just don't think about it. It's, it's an, it's a perfect analogy, you know? (laughs) Yeah. There is a problematic amount of vaccine hesitancy right now, even among people who you would really like to think would not need convincing. We met Robert Gannon before he went in to visit his 77-year-old mother, Kia, who is on a ventilator right now in the ICU due to COVID. Had she been vaccinated? She was not vaccinated. I think she was being hesitant, just wanting to see how things played out. Have you been vaccinated? I have not. What would it take for you to get vaccinated? I'd want to make sure that it's safe. Wow. There is perhaps no clearer sign of just how deep vaccine hesitancy runs than someone in that guy's position still questioning whether to get it instead of asking, is there such a thing as too much vaccine? Because if not, I'm going to keep going back for injections until I'm around 80% Pfizer. All right. Well, I pointed this out last time in live time since it was the first time we heard it. But, uh, I mean, I'll go ahead and do it again. I want to get the vaccine more than twice. I'd like to get it six or seven times. <laughs> so given all of that, tonight, let's talk about the COVID vaccines, why people are hesitant, what their worries are, and how they might be reassured. And let's start with the fact you can't characterize any one group as uniformly vaccine hesitant. No demographic is a monolith. Every group will have some who are excited and others who are anxious, and different groups will be anxious for different reasons. For instance, early on, you probably heard a lot about hesitancy among some black Americans, which can be a real thing. Even this pediatrician had reservations. When the vaccine was first made available to both did you both... Can be or is a real thing? Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. Can be a real thing. It's like, no, they're like like the most... It either is or it isn't. Looking for some fucking unicorn or some shit? (laughs) Trying to say that these people don't exist? That sounds kind of oppressive. Sasquatch could be a real thing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a a good catch. Yeah. Uh, There's so so much contradiction. Even in this, just one, and I've only watched it all the way through one time. Um, I pulled some clips, like three or four clips from it, and by the end of it, I was like, fuck it, we're just going to have to play this whole thing. But, uh... Yeah, there's a lot of <clears throat> there's a there's a lot of contradictory information in this one report, I guess you could say, from John Oliver. Um, I, it's not a report, though. It, it feels like a native ad. Oh, it for sure is for Pfizer. I'm going to keep going back and getting injections until I'm eighty percent Pfizer. Pfizer. What the fuck kind of like thinking <laughs> is that? I mean, you know, John Oliver's not personally getting vaccines like like, I mean, more than once. So, I mean, I, yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't I'm, I'm not going to take this to a weird place. 
Yeah. This is, I, I just realized this. This is what I hope the ultimate outcome is. We get a little part zombie apocalypse, a little bit of that flesh eating fungi from The Last of Us, but instead Ooh. of the fungus, it spikes. It's literal just spikes that just explode out of people. They're just like, <laughs> like Beetlejuice from that uh, <laughs> one scene. He's fucking, he's getting picked up by Lydia, just, or not Lydia, uh, Gina, whatever. That'd be yeah, great. Like that. Yeah. I like that sort of, idea. Not really. Not really. Or as, it wouldn't be as, great. Uh, as our friend Caleb I mean, would say. Because this virus essentially was invented. Yeah. Was invented. And when he said <laughs> it, it Dr. Caleb's a doctor, goddammit. He's an official doctor. <laughs> Dr. He's my personal doctor. He's the been original, my family doctor for years. One of oh, the original shit. one of the original co-hosts of Abs in a Six Pack. I believe it was on our second or third episode. Because we started right when COVID did. He said he was trying to explain how COVID was clearly naturally occurring and not didn't come from a lab. This was back in like April, early April 2020. And in, in, in his explanation of how it was a naturally occurring virus, he said it was essentially invented. And I was like, I clipped that out and I haven't let him live it down. And it's over a year later. <laughs> Early on, you probably heard a lot about hesitancy among some black Americans, which can be a real thing. Even this pediatrician had reservations. When the vaccine was first made available to both of you, did you both jump at the chance to get it? Hmm. <laughs> no, uh, no, I mean, not me anyway. I am black first in this country, and that has with it a lot of baggage, to tell you the truth. And so my um, public health degree the culminating experience that I did was related to the, the relationship between black people and physicians. And that relationship has been a cantankerous one. And so those are the kinds of things that are deeply embedded and challenging to overcome, even within someone who's a scientist. Honestly, I do understand that. We've talked before on this show about the fraught relationship black Americans have with healthcare based on both current bad experiences and the history of incidents like the Tuskegee experiment where doctors lied to black men, allowing them to suffer from untreated syphilis over decades, or, as most US history students would describe it, something I have not heard of. Now, we, we talked about this last time, Booberry, but it seems like Tuskegee has, which is something you and I have been know of uh, the three of us have known about for a long time is just now hitting the mainstream zeitgeist and they're having to address it just as damage control but what is kind of being swept under the rug is that it was latinos uh poor white people in appalachia it was not just black people it was i mean they, they were in doing injection experiments under the guise of vaccines in multiple continents for 30 plus years But it gets. I mean, you can't it gets, expect these people to actually talk about this kind of stuff, right? So, but it gets and, it gets pushed under the umbrella of Tuskegee, which is a real thing and was a real racist problem. But there was a lot more to it than that. My it particular like issue with this clip and this last section with the Tuskegee reveal, it's almost reading like he wants us, or he, yeah, he he just wants us to be grateful for revealing this information that we had no idea about beforehand. Oh yeah. If we didn't do these sort of right. shows, you know. No, that's, yeah. He's like, uh, by the way, I bet you haven't heard about this. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's, it's like uh, a, it's like a cover. It's like a cover for anybody that hasn't heard about it. Just like, 
Well, I bet your uh, anti-vaxxer friend probably brought this up. Here, let me like tell you what that was all about and wrap it up into a 15-second soundbite for you. It seems to me like this entire, like all of these issues could be fixed by making advertising by the pharmaceutical industry illegal in America. Yes, that because and making vaccine manufacturers media. liable. Don't let them not that, be liable. That's a serious question, right? Right. That's right. Accept them. But come but on. if you come on, if you take away their advertising rights, then you take away their ability to reach people. You know. You know. Well, native I ads, mean, man, they can still get you with a native ad. That's true. They can't directly advertise. The I think like you're right. The advertising is a huge problem, and then also equally as big if not bigger a problem is you can't be you can't be able to one make a you shouldn't be able to make a pharmaceutical product that no matter what happens whether you die or turn into a butterfly as elon musk put it from these injections you can't be immune from lawsuits no matter what happens and 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 even to go further, you really shouldn't be able to force it on somebody if it's if you're immune from the uh, any repercussions, because there's no incentive sure. to there's no incentive to make it safe, let alone to make it work. I mean, I don't. Really, yeah. Did he really they, they say they never pass there? a mandate? They played that on no agenda. It was uh, mRNA. This was before COVID. I think Elon said this. They had the clip of Elon Musk saying mRNA gene therapy. Uh. We could theoretically, or not? He, I mean, he didn't even say theoretically. Elon Musk said we could turn a human being into a butterfly by rewriting their code with mRNA. Hmm. Um, now, I think that's a little hyperbolic, but that's a little MK Ultra y <laughs> experiences and the history of incidents like the Tuskegee experiment, where doctors lied to black men, allowing them to suffer from untreated syphilis over decades, or, as most US history students would describe it, something I have not heard of. Although it does feel important to mention that that doctor did wind up getting the vaccine, and in general, black vaccine hesitancy has dropped fast. Another group you might have heard have high hesitancy rates are Republicans, and that is also true. Around 30% of Republicans say they won't get it, and it's not hard to see why. Because Fears and doubts about the vaccine have flown around conservative media, with one of the most prominent superspreaders being this fucking guy. What about this vaccine? Why are Americans being discouraged from asking simple, straightforward questions about it? Tucker's the best person on cable news, even though he's wrong a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. It's I don't totally know how they let him. Sucking down that UFO. Yeah, he's the, he's the blue beam guy. He's the guy, he's like, it, yeah, you're right. It's like his job. We talked about this on the Bluebeam episode. It's like Tucker's job is to be right about a lot of things and get everybody to trust him that doesn't trust the rest of the cable news guys just so that all the other people will trust him when the aliens show up and Tucker's like, well, the aliens are here, guys. No doubt. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, we played that clip on the first Bluebeam episode of Tucker saying, uh, during the Bush administration, like, we're on the verge of intergalactic war because the Bush administration wants to put a base <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, that's a little out there. A little, little out there. I like Tucker, though. That's but why they're coming. There's a full half hour that John Oliver recently did that I haven't watched that's all about Tucker Carlson, so I'm going to have to watch that. I'm sure there'll be some good stuff in there. 
but he he uh, he really doesn't like Tucker. Doubts about the vaccine have flown around conservative media, with one of the most prominent super spreaders being this fucking guy. What about this vaccine? Why are Americans being discouraged from asking simple, straightforward questions about it? Questions like, how effective are these drugs? Are they safe? Do you need a reason to turn on the vaccine? And what happens if you do turn it down? Will you be allowed to fly on airplanes? Or go to work? Or enter the front doors of Madison Square Garden? Oh. Now they're telling us the vaccine has a delayed response. Okay, delayed by how long? They don't say. If vaccines work, why are vaccinated people still banned from living normal lives? Honestly, what's the answer to that? So maybe it doesn't work and they're simply not telling you that. Well, you hate to think that, especially if you've gotten two shots, but what's the other potential explanation? Okay. It is genuinely weird to see someone hosting a show on a supposed news network and ending every sentence with a question mark, especially when answers to most of those questions are out there for anyone who cares to know. So, for instance, that last complaint that the CDC still recommends wearing masks indoors when around vulnerable, unvaccinated people does not mean the vaccine doesn't work. Clinical trials found that the vaccines are spectacularly successful at preventing people from getting serious disease. As for oh, is that, whether is that they a scientific you- metric? Is that a scientific? <laughs> spectacularly successful. Spectacularly. Do you have to say it loud like that too to like actually like get the point across scientifically? <laughs> spectacularly <laughs> successful. If I remember it's, it's right, not just. The- if, if I remember, I mean, right. there's a, there's a certain sort of science to spectacle. Like, let's be realistic here. You can't just fucking, you can't just walk on stage and expect to just flash the audience and get a wow. I used to get spectacle and monocle confused. (laughs) They're very, very different. Yeah. Hey, monocles and science, they go together too. (laughs) Okay. I mean, mean, spectacles and monocle are pretty close. <laughs> Caleb, our buddy Caleb, who isn't here tonight, was the one who finally like set me straight on that back when we were kids. He's like, no, a, 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 mono, a spectacle is when you take a dump in public on the road, and a monocle is what you use to look at it closely. I was like, ah. I mean, the vaccine doesn't work. Clinical trials found that the vaccines are spectacularly successful at preventing people from getting serious disease. As for whether they protect you from spreading the virus, the trials weren't designed to assess that, but evidence so... The trials were not designed to assess whether or not it stops the vaccine stops you from spreading it. And John Oliver says that and then glosses over it as if we're supposed to just go, oh, okay. Can you take it back for us? Yeah. I yeah, was take like, that back five seconds. Masks indoors when around vulnerable, unvaccinated people does not mean the vaccine doesn't work. Clinical trials found that the vaccines are spectacularly successful at preventing people from getting serious disease. As for whether they protect you from spreading the virus, the trials weren't designed to assess that, but evidence so far indicates that they drastically reduce transmission. The reason we... Why weren't the trials designed to assess that? Wait, 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 wait. The and then evidence. he said, and then he said that it's designed to drastically reduce trans. It, it sh- evidence shows that it drastically reduces transmission. Is that the same thing as spreading it? Or well, he says I, vac- he 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 has on screen USA Today COVID vaccines. The headline: COVID vaccines may reduce transmission. Experts say, but vaccinated Americans still need to wear masks in public. 
That's what the quote he has. And when he says drastically reduce virus transmission, he says experts say that it does. But he, he says right before that, the trials weren't designed to assess whether or not it reduces spread. Well, if it's so important to get this vaccine to stop the spread, wouldn't these trials, wouldn't it have been a good idea to maybe assess that in these fucking trials to whether or not it stops the spread? I mean, if you have people like Fauci right. coming out and saying the same thing. It's like, well, we don't know if it stops the spread because we didn't test for that. And it's like, why didn't you? <laughs> Damn, son. It's fucking Isn't retarded. that the whole point? To stop the spread with the vaccine. <laughs> it's no, the vaccine it works, only, it it only the protects you from 95% of severe symptoms. That might be a good time to bring up the Zero Hedge article from yesterday. Um, world's most vaccinated, world's most vaccinated nation uh, sees active COVID cases double in under a week after vaccine rollout. What did it say? What country? Uh, Sehles, the situation is I'm not how to pronounce it. S e y c h e l l e s, an island nation that has suffered from a recent COVID nineteen surge, despite boasting the world's highest vaccination rate, is getting is going from bad to worse. Since we last reported on the country one week ago, the island nation has faced a fresh surge in COVID-19 cases. Uh, it goes on to, it's like a long article, but the, well, I guess it's not that long, but it's too long to read on here. The, the, the summary is like they rolled out the vaccine and they were boasting about how they were the high, they had the highest vaccination rates and now they, their COVID cases are worse than they've ever been. <laughs> that is very Satan-y. That's fucked up, dude. I swear I that like... soundbite sounds like Noah when he's doing his little like, <laughs> like fake, like effeminate, like not Noah's actual voice, but it sounds like Noah doing like a like his voice that he would do. You know, what I'm saying? that is very Satan-y. <laughs> it does. It's fucking very does. Satan-y. It's very Satan-y. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a very Satan-y. Very, very Especially Satan-y. when answers to most of those questions are out there for anyone who cares to know. So, for instance, that last complaint that the CDC still recommends wearing masks indoors when around vulnerable, unvaccinated people does not mean the vaccine doesn't work. Clinical trials found that the vaccines are spectacularly successful at preventing people from getting serious disease. Oh, by the way, the New York Times article he has pulled up is published April 1st, 2021. Just a side note. The headline, can vaccinated people spread the the coronavirus? Or sorry, can vaccinated people spread the virus? We don't know. And then the quote from that article, the coronavirus vaccines are spectacularly successful at present, preventing serious disease. And the New York Times published that on April 1st, 2021. As for whether they protect you from spreading the virus, the trials weren't designed to assess that, but evidence so far <laughs> indicates that they drastically reduce but. transmission. The reason we still see mask and distancing recommendations is that the CDC is being cautious and wants to be sure that it is not spreading bullshit around during a global pandemic like a frozen dinner duke with a TV show. Anyway, I hope that answers at least one of your frozen mouth dinner juke. He called Tucker Carlson a frozen dinner juke, whatever that is. It's a lame ass insult. That's what it is. If you guys think this is bad, we are almost eight minutes in to 24 minutes of this fucking douchebag 
and it only gets worse. Like, you guys are going to be like, well, it's jaw-dropping after a while. Still see, mask and distancing recommendations is that the CDC is being cautious and wants to be sure that it is not spreading bullshit around during a global pandemic like a frozen dinner duke with a TV show. Anyway, I hope that answers at least one of your gape-mouthed bad-faith wonderings, Tucker, you scrunch-faced fear baboon. And the problem is, when people like the Tucker raise questions without bothering... British people insults, dude. I swear, like, yeah, no disrespect to Goof, no disrespect to Goof, but British people are the worst people. I, I, I think, it's, yeah, I mean, they are British people, the, New Zealand people from New Zealand, and Australians. Those three, those three suck. Yeah, their accents <laughs> suck. I hate how they say test, 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 test. I'm taking the test. Say test. God, we're a little testy about that. I am. I fucking hate it. It, it grates in my ears. Yeah, makes me oh, want to kill God. myself. It's going down, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa! At least one of your gape-mouthed, bad-faith wonderings, Tucker. You scrunch-faced fear baboon. And the problem is, when people like Tucker raise questions without bothering to answer them, there is a lot of misinformation out there for people to then stumble on. Anti-vaccine groups have been waiting for a moment like this to spread doubt. And the scary thing is, they don't actually need to convince people they're right. They just need to convince people that no one is. And that tracks with recent polling. While few believe specific myths about the vaccine, larger numbers say that they didn't know whether particular myths were true or false. For instance, only 4% of people believe the COVID vaccine is more deadly than the disease, but 25% say they don't know. And that is not good. Because if anti-vaxxers can simply spread enough misinformation to cause people to throw up their hands and say, I just don't know enough to get the shot, they have already seriously fucked things up for all of us. And to be clear... How can anyone say that they know enough? Because these are still authorized for emergency use, not vaccines by the technical clinical medical definition... They are mRNA gene therapy, as far as Pfizer and Moderna goes. So anybody saying that they know, like that it's safe or safer or deadlier than COVID, is full of shit. Because we don't know. We have no idea what this is going to do a couple years down the road. Liars. And we're still defining, authorizing, and uh, approving as two separate words, right? Right. Mean two separate things. Yeah, authorized for emergency use is different than FDA approved, for sure. And I, you know, I've okay. There's this old black dude that works at one of my jobs. He was out of work for a while, for like two weeks. He has half of his face is paralyzed with Bell's palsy. And I was talking to him, and he's in bad shape, but he's like he can't afford not to work, so he's back there. And he said, "I thought it was approved." I was talking to him as he's like, "I thought it was approved by the FDA." I was like, no, it's authorized for emergency use. And he's like, if I'd have known that, I wouldn't have got it. And how many people have been just lied to by the fucking media saying that these things are safe and FDA approved? Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, Dr. Fauci, people saying, yeah, they're safe and the, and the FDA's approved them, which is a fucking lie. They haven't. They're authorized for emergency use. And I don't know, Agenda talks about this all the time, but like, it's fucked, dude. They're not communicating this well at all. Intentionally, obviously. Misinformed consent. <laughs> That's all it is, man. Like, yeah. 
It's gross. <laughs> it's really fucking gross. Most people a little horrifying watch- at times. Yeah. That was it. We're in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. We basically live in the year 2074. Know enough to get the shot. They have already seriously fucked things up for all of us. And to be clear, most people who are hesitant are not fanatics or conspiracy theorists. Many are just trying to make the best decision for themselves and their family, like that pediatrician. So the implication of what he just said, I'll back it up. The implication is that no conspiracy theorist is trying to make the best decision for their family. If you listen to that again. Right. 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 He's villainizing. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. It's, that's the implication. He didn't say it, but well, he's, he's creating an us and them. And he's implying that the listener is one of us. But, you know, I mean, if you are one of them, this is what category you fall into. Right. And, and he's the way he says it. It's like, mo- like most people who are hesitant about the vaccine aren't or some of the people hesitant about the vaccine aren't conspiracy theorists and they care about their family which implies that if you're a conspiracy theorist you don't care about your family right and to be clear most people who are hesitant are not fanatics or conspiracy theorists many are just trying to make the best decision for themselves and their family like that pediatrician that we saw earlier you definitely know people like that in your life So I'm actually going to spend the rest of this piece trying to clear up some of the biggest myths flying around. And some are pretty easy to debunk quickly, like the claims that Bill Gates is using the vaccine to put a microchip in all of us. Something Uh, low hanging fruit, low hanging fruit. And it's a it's a misdirection because since April, we've been covering Caleb and I did our Bill Gates episode and Noah and Caleb and I and. We back then in the show notes, we had stories from Bill Gates, MIT's and NIH.gov, their official websites where Bill Gates was funding quantum dot tattoos implantable with the implantable um, chips to have your vaccine and health registry all under your skin that can be updated at any time in your arm. That was that's on the NIH.gov. That's MIT. Bill Gates funded the patent. Um I, I, you guys want to take an educated guess on whether or not John Oliver is going to bring that up? No. Uh, uh, you know, devil's advocate, let's go yes. <laughs> okay. And some are pretty easy to debunk quickly, like the claims that Bill Gates is using the vaccine to put a microchip in all of us, something his wife had this response to. I know my husband is not vaccinating people and putting a microchip in her arm because that technology doesn't even exist and he's never uttered the words out of his mouth, so... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you see the video, Bill Gates is like yeah. looking at her and kind of slowly nodding. Oh, yes. And then he looks in the camera. Making, <laughs> he's making like, air quotes. Doesn't exist. <laughs> the words have never come out of his mouth. Instead, we wink at each other. Maybe, maybe Bill- it went something like, "If if I do this, if I do this for you, you'll sign these divorce papers." <laughs> Bill Gates, Bill Gates' face is like he's looking at her, and then he nods his head, and then he looks into the camera. It's like vaccinating people and putting a microchip in her arm because that technology doesn't even exist, and he's never uttered the words out of his mouth. So yeah, so and then Bill Gates looks in the camera, and he's like, <laughs> John Oliver just happens to freeze frame it right when Bill Gates nods at her and looks in the camera. It's like.
<laughs> okay. <laughs> that wasn't the reassuring pushback to a batshit conspiracy theory that I had hoped for, to be honest. Wait, We're not microchipping shit. people because the technology... <laughs> Guano. I know. Sorry, I just started thinking COVID bet. Anyways. Cool. Yeah. Doesn't exist yet, and my husband Oh, yeah, here we go, me. yeah. John Oliver actually makes a good point here. He even acknowledges yeah. that their, their, uh, their, Melinda's response to this was not reassuring. <laughs> In her arm because that technology doesn't even exist and he's never uttered the words out of his mouth so <laughs> <laughs> okay that wasn't the reassuring pushback to a batshit conspiracy theory that i had hoped for to be honest we're not microchipping people because the technology doesn't exist yet and my husband hasn't said it out loud to me why would you put it like that there are <laughs> lots of things a husband won't say out loud to his wife not dark things just things Quiet thoughts a partner might not be ready to hear. Like how sometimes, late at night, I think, wouldn't it be nice to live in an egg? And now this is the most retarded shit I've ever seen. And this is where John Oliver proceeds to talk about how nice it would be to live in an egg and why he doesn't talk about that to his wife, but he thinks about it every night. And he has a picture of an egg, a, an egg on the side of a mountain. And he talks about how great it would be to live in an egg for a while. There's not really a joke there, but I guess John Oliver's writers, this was the only thing they could come up with to distract from the fact that Such Bill and Melinda Gates are microchipping us. Egg to be in. Not just an oval-shaped sleeping pod. I can get an oval-shaped sleeping pod. Nobody wants one of those. I mean an egg. A big egg with me in it. Or maybe a normal egg and I'm small. It doesn't matter. What matters is I'm in an egg. Not alone. I'm with the glue too. It's just me and the glue. No opening, no windows, no way to ever know if it's morning or night. So do you know what time it is? All the time? Egg time. Just egg time for me and the glute. Sometimes it's warm and that's when I feel safest. Sometimes I can tell I'm being carried or just moved stop about. broadcasting. It's I'm nervous, but not so rough that I'm panicking. And you can shake me, but do make sure not to do it hard. Because remember, I'm fragile. I am egg. How can you not hate yourself when reading this? If you look into his eyes, he kind of looks like he hates himself. That's no, that that's fucking good. that's some MK Ultra I hope shit he there, does. dude. Fucking repeating that egg, egg. What is it? Fucking Gnosticism? I can't remember. I'm an egg. Yeah, well, no, it's like the universe is an egg, or the planet is an egg, and I'll, I'll find something on it. Um, there's something that there's something specific. There's something very fucking specific about that egg clip right there. Is it an egg? That's that's a, a hard, that's a fucking hardcore message, in my honest, humble opinion. It probably is, man, because John Oliver's got demons working on that writing stuff. Because he's got he's got that surf in the background. It fucking brings you to that place of calmness at the beach. Maybe you got family there. You know, uh, maybe that's. Inappropriate to say because not everybody has a family. I can't keep up these <laughs> days. Um, but just like, uh, yeah, you are protected in the egg. Like you are the egg. You are growing. You are sounds great. In a place where, yeah, it's like you want to curl up into the fetal position and retreat. You want to. <laughs> you want to come back to the mother, almost. Yeah. Yeah, I like how well, it's time shape. for that. <laughs> and you can shake me, but do make sure not to do it hard, because remember, I'm fragile. I am egg. The point is, you can't say any of that to Melinda Gates. She'd never understand. 
What? Did he just call her Belinda? Take it back. All right. No, no agenda ma. brain. I might have just heard it because I'm, I'm in here. Ma. All right. Let's I see. am egg. The point is, you can't say any of that to Belinda Gates. She'd never understand. It's hard to tell. It could have been Belinda. It could have been Melinda. Bieber. Belieber. Biebler. Sure not Bieber. to do it hard, because remember, I'm fragile. I am egg. The point is, you can't say any of that to Belinda Gates. She'd never understand what wife could. Anyway, for the record, there are no microchips in the COVID vaccine. That rumor is based on the fact that the oh, Gates okay. Foundation Straw man. funded research Thanks, man. years ago, which is frequently so taken out of context. In that study, researchers looked into creating an invisible ink that could potentially be injected along with a vaccine in order for populations like refugee kids to be able to retain vaccine records without paperwork. Over time, the original context was lost, contorted, and kind of telephoned its way into becoming something-something Bill Gates microchips on Facebook, a claim which, if you think about it for just a second, doesn't make sense. Because if your main concern is that Bill Gates could use microchips to track you, he can already do that. That's what your fucking phone is. Now, another more reasonable-sounding concern has to do with just how fast... Now you're just rubbing it in your face. Wait, we already got you, bitch. Jesus. And it is kind of... They're mm. kind of right when they rub that in because it's like, are any of us going to ditch the phone? No. So they got us. They're like, no, we don't even need to chip you right now, at least, because we know you are fo so fucking addicted to this product that we gave you. And the likes and retweets and fucking Instagram shit that like you're not even gonna, well, you're 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 you 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 are willingly letting us track you. We don't need to chip you because they don't know what to do with the technology because they have it and they don't know what to do with it aside from just use it to sell you more shit. Yeah, essentially, I mean, and keep you docile. I mean, for the most part, but I don't necessarily want a society where everybody's like tipping cars over and shit. But I guess that they're kind of doing that through social media as well. But at the same time, I mean, it just I, I think that they're they're tr the rubbing in our faces that they're tracking us. But like, I mean. OK, I mean, all right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And all I can tell you is that this is bad. <laughs> the vaccine came together. One want to get it. Um. I felt like it was too rushed. I think the whole thing has been rushed through too fast. It kind of came really fast, like the vaccine. They made up one really fast. It was done way too quick. I just, I don't feel comfortable with taking it. Not anytime soon. I think that they're using the, the public as guinea pigs. Right. And that doesn't sound good. Nobody wants to be a guinea pig, although I don't really know why. Being a guinea pig seems great. You can... <laughs> eat a pepper while wearing the stem as a little hat, run around a tiny city made of cardboard, and best of all, you get to use the guinea pig bridge. So then John Oliver proceeds to play videos of guinea pigs running around across this bridge and hanging out, and they're like cute little guinea pigs running around just hanging out. And it's so great. Like, it, And John Oliver just goes on how great it is to be a guinea pig. Why doesn't everybody want to be a guinea pig? Yeah. Being a guinea pig has its upsides, that's all I'm saying. The infrastructure alone is incredible. But that is clearly not the concern that those people have. Their worry is that we are being used as guinea pigs for a rushed, untested vaccine. 
it is an understandable thing to worry about, even if some express it in less than ideal ways. Tell me why you're concerned. Six words. Testing, 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 and more testing. It's important if you're going to put something into your body that it's absolutely and totally tested. I tell you what I admire about that guy. His confidence, because I don't think I've seen anyone more self-assured than the man who just promised six words, said seven, and counted five, all without even flinching. That guy is so secure in his thinking, he could be wrong about numbers on camera twice and do it with an unbreaking smile. But it is worth understanding exactly how the vaccine was able to come to market so fast, because researchers had been working on vaccines against other coronaviruses for years. So. When COVID-19 hit, they had a significant head start. Operation Warp Speed, as it was famously called, wasn't about rushing the science. It was about significantly cutting through bureaucracy that could have otherwise slowed it down. As this vaccine researcher explains. Did you ever imagine... Wait, so now that Trump's gone, we can say that Warp Speed was good? Is that what John was saying here? I was like, that, that, that was just a compliment right there, I yeah. think. I guess the orange man's not so bad significantly well. cutting through bureaucracy <laughs> that could have otherwise slowed it down. As this vaccine researcher explains. Did you ever imagine that we'd be able to develop a vaccine in 12 to 18 months? The short answer is no. We were able to compress the timeline so that things that we would normally do in a linear fashion, A to B, we actually start the F and the E at the same time as A and B. That sounds like a horrible idea. That sounds like a horrible idea. So we, we instead of starting with A and going all to Z, we start with A and Z at the same time. This no, is, uh, it's, Paul not, du it's du not how it works. Yeah, Paul Duprex, the director of the Center for Vaccine Research at the University of Pittsburgh. I guess this must be uh, Pittsburgh... Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh... Uh, <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? The Shire? Is there a Pittsburgh in the Shire or in Rivendell, wherever this guy's from? Would normally do in a linear fashion. <laughs> the, cl <laughs> the closer we are to danger, the farther we are from harm. Press the timeline. It's <laughs> Miriam Pippin. <laughs> um, you should clip that. <laughs> <laughs> So that things that we would normally do in a linear fashion, A to B, we actually start the F and the E at the same time as A and B. Exactly. They took steps that usually happen sequentially and save time by running them simultaneously. And to be oh, okay. To be honest, I am envious of that level of efficiency. I would save so much time every morning if I could shit, shower, shave, eat breakfast, kiss my family, and brush my teeth all at the same time. Unfortunately, I've only ever managed to do three of them at once, but I am so close to that fourth one. Now, another concern that you may have heard or seen online is that the... Wait. Okay, can we it? pause it there? And let me just ask you how much of this has been funny so far. Just all the politics None. aside, let's say that, like, the... Let's say that, like, you agree with everything he's saying. Would you laugh at this? It would be more listenable if he gave up the comedy entirely and just became a straight-up shill. And just like talk right. about shit that he was paid to talk about and be like an infomercial show. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. It does make me think of one very specific thing. Stupid! You're so stupid! 
I shouldn't have said that. That's really mean. And My aggressive. God, are you still talking? Five I didn't mean this, John Oliver. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Vaccines are the first. By the way, that's a great UHF clip. I Thank love you. that movie. Wheel of Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Do three of them at once, but I'm so close to that fourth one. Now, another concern that you may have heard or seen online is that the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are the first authorized to use messenger RNA, which is true, but... Full stop. Which is true. Full stop. But... Now, <laughs> another concern that you may have heard or seen online is that the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are the first authorized to use messenger RNA, which is true, but that has given rise to speculation about what mRNA is capable of doing. Basically, anyone taking these vaccines, they're all designed to do the same thing. <laughs> I loved it. This won me over as soon as John Oliver started playing Alex Jones clips. <laughs> Which is true, but that has given rise to speculation about what mRNA is capable of doing. Basically, anyone taking these vaccines, they're all designed to do the same thing, um, is going to have neurological disorders within one year. Most of the people taking the vaccine will be dead within 10. Let me tell you something. You take the mRNA, it creates plaque in your brain. It gives you Alzheimer's, and I got the studies, too. So, hey, you think they just put fluoride in the water to dumb you down? Woo! Ah. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so <laughs> I like how, thank God John Oliver left that fluoride bit in there, man. Shout out. Uh, but, okay, so first of all, when he said, I have the studies right here, John Oliver goes on to say, well, I guess I, I might have paused it too soon, but John Oliver says none of that's true. There's no nobody's no credible person is saying that. Wolfgang Wudar, one of the top scientists at the EU of virology, like in the, of virology in the EU, has published a whole, whole open letter saying you guys are putting jellyfish DNA in here. You're violating the Nuremberg codes. These things are going to cause mass neurological problems within a couple of years of taking them. And Alex Jones is right that, like, credible top scientists across the world are saying this. And John Oliver goes, well, Alex Jones. It's like they use Alex Jones as a way to – it's like Alex Jones says this true thing. And then John Oliver and Stephen Colbert cover Alex Jones saying it as a way to prove disprove it. Because Alex Jones said it, so it can't be true even though it is. That's not a straw man, is that? I, I guess I don't – It's almost like Alex Jones' work. I mean, I'm – I don't want to dunk. I love Alex Jones. He's like one of my favorite, top three favorite people on the planet. But it's almost like he's working with him. It's almost like they use him. I mean, I don't think that's true. But they, they use him as a way to discredit the truth because he's perceived as crazy. So when he says the truth, they can say, well, look what Alex Jones is saying. That means it's not true. Does that make no, sense? I mean, at every turn, though, he, he ends up being right in a lot of ways. I, I think one of the most impressive things that he pulled off was on that uh, Andrew Sh uh, Schultz show and taking it all the way back to fucking, who was it? Prince Dracula. Charles was, yeah, Dracula. He literally lives in Transylvania in a castle with a bunch of little kids. And you look it up and you're like, well, true. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you know, is he, is he not? Fuck, man. Like, I don't think he is. Every, I think he's definitely used, though. They use him. They, they double cross him and they use him as a, as a man, way to I'm discredit. Almost, I'm almost at this point where, like, holy fuck, what if, what if No Agenda does end up playing that fucking clip that activates your sleeper ass? 
Turns out that you've been a fucking CIA asset this entire time. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck happens then? <laughs> yeah, I love you it. You still do a show? <laughs> I think you're more likely to hear uh, this. You're more likely to get activated by with your you know trigger words on Nick the Rat. Oh, Kill yeah. John Lennon. Kill John Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon is dead, butters. Oh dang it. <laughs> Orders within one year, most of the people taking the vaccine will be dead within 10. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you take the mRNA, it creates plaque in your brain. It gives you Alzheimer's. <laughs> I got the studies too. So, hey, you think they just put fluoride in the water to dumb you down? Man, <laughs> ding, ding, Alex ding. Jones is having a blast, isn't he? No one else has as much fun while making the world a worse place to live in. It's like he invented a jetpack that sprays everyone beneath him with human shit. But the thing is, there is absolutely no evidence or credible studies supporting any of what he just said. As Wrong. for the claim that mRNA vaccines modify your DNA, it is very important to know that the vaccine's mRNA does not enter our genome. Wrong. It does its work far from the cell's nucleus, which is where your DNA is. But the fear of what the vaccine contains or what it could do to you seems to be common. Some evangelicals are concerned that it contains cells from aborted fetuses, which it does not. That is true. This is one of the first vaccines in a long time that does not does not based or use uh, aborted fetal cells because they don't need it because it's not grown on tissue. It's uh, it's a genetic alteration rather than a um, like that's the same reason these mRNA vaccines don't have mercury in them. Because it doesn't need an antigen. What happened to the good old days of taking someone's scabs and grinding them up and snorting them? <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah man, I don't remember those vaccination days. Vaccination started. Fuck, man. Let's do that instead. Fuck this shit. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. Like, there's certain there's things that are okay to snort, high. but scabs don't sound like whoa. I'd rather do that than this fucking shit. <laughs> when we were, when I was on OBDM, we were talking about like these stories, like the the eating rotten meat to get no. high. <laughs> and then I was thinking, and then he and you know Mike brought up this old stories of people that let they take a shit and they let it ferment in a bag and then they inhale the fumes to get super high. Oh, yeah, good old Jankum. Jank, yeah. And I'm thinking like snorting scabs should probably be in that category if it gets you high. It's not a matter of getting high. It's a matter of getting the immunity. It's state. not a, it's one, it's one it's of not the a matter of getting like, high. It's a matter of getting by. It's <laughs> <laughs> seriously though that that's they would blow the the flex into the person's face. In China, I think is where the, where it was invented. Oh, um, of course, and, then, and they would inhale it. It would it would infect the person with a with a weaker version of the virus and man i got mixed emotions about this one literally like if he came push to shove i know which way i'm going so if someone wants to get me their covid scabs like let's <laughs> fucking talk i gotta make sure that it's okay to put that on the card i i don't want anybody to think that i'm faking anything i just snorted covid scabs okay is that okay <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't judge you. I mean, if oh, and if I did judge you, I wouldn't tell you. So, 
<laughs> Save it for the next episode. <laughs> Others worry that it could change the body's inner workings. You might have had a friend tell you that they are worried that the vaccines cause infertility. Those rumours were fueled by a blog post which falsely claimed that Pfizer's vaccine contained ingredients capable of training the female body to attack a protein that plays a crucial role in the development of the placenta. Uh, no, John Oliver, that was over 50 scientists who pinned that, co-authored that paper together. You fucking douchebag. It was not some blog post. Those were highly credentialed scientists from across seven different countries, seven or eight different countries, who talked about how this thing attacks the placenta. So fuck you. You're the disinformation agent. Was, I'm getting pissed now. Mention, I'm getting pissed. Not to mention the uh, former, not CEO of Pfizer, but one of those top honcho dudes came out and said the same thing. That's where I first heard it. I hadn't right. heard of the paper with 50 scientists. I heard it from the fucking former uh, Pfizer rep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not just some salesman. That that guy was, that rep was an actual scientist at Pfizer. Oh, gotcha. No, I was agreeing with you. I was, I was trying to back up your point. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, that was actual, like, that was a, that was a, that was, my point was that, that was like not just some guy that worked at Pfizer. He was a scientist too, also, you know. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. But John Oliver gets up there and he just goes like, it goes back to the straw man thing. It's like they take like a lot of doctors and scientists are saying this, but then a blog reports on it, some random ass blog that might not be reputable. And so then they can go, well, this blog said it. That's where this came from. Does that make sense? No, no doubt. I mean, <clears throat> it's it, whether yeah, that's a problem. Like we, at this, at some point, always have the same because it's always the same garbage. Like yeah. If you really boil it down, it's the same fucking tactics of just lulling motherfuckers into into this comfort in the fetal position of being in this egg and like bashing them over the head with <laughs> truths and half truths and half lies and full lies and. So I like Alex how you worked Jones, it. I like how you worked the egg back in. That was good. I'm let serious me be in, the shit. Let me be egg. in my egg. I want to be in an egg where I can't tell if it's night or daytime, and I can't tell well, who's lying the, to me. He's, he's already passed the threshold of putting you in the 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 fucking not even in the mindset of a child, in the mindset of an embryo. Think about that for a second, and then it ends up here with the fucking pregnancy thing. Like, how, what's the timestamp right now? How far are we? We're 16 minutes and 35 seconds into it. So we got less, like, eight minutes left. Yeah, so we're, I mean, we're, this we're is two-thirds not, of the way through. Yeah, I mean, this is not This is the fucking rise to the conflict, so shit's about to pop. Let's do this. All right. A blog post which falsely claimed that Pfizer's vaccine contained ingredients capable of training the female body to attack a protein that plays a crucial role in the development of the placenta. But a few things there. First, experts say of that claim, it's a myth, it's inaccurate, there is no evidence to support it. And there is already pretty good proof that Pfizer's vaccine doesn't cause infertility because during the trials last year, Multiple women became pregnant, and the only one who suffered a pregnancy loss was given the placebo. So it is just not true. And look, the final myth you may have heard 
Because it risks from the vaccine. He cites a John Hopkins study that I haven't read, so I can't, I don't have anything to, to agree or disagree with on that statement. But John Hopkins is the CIA university, so. Another thing, look up. Let's go. <laughs> For the pregnancy loss was given the placebo. So it is just not true. And look, the final myth you may have heard is that the risks from the vaccine are somehow greater than the risks of COVID. That is a perception fed by the constant circulation of misleading headlines about people falling ill or dying after getting their shot. For instance, you may have seen this story that was widely shared about 23 people in Norway dying within a week of getting the shot, which does sound scary, but that headline is missing some pretty major context. While those people did die, at that point in Norway, the vaccine was being administered to the oldest or sickest people, and a certain percentage of them were statistically going to die that week, vaccine or no vaccine. On average, 400 people die every week in nursing homes in Norway. And when the World Health Organization reviewed those incidents, they didn't find any unexpected or untoward increase in fatalities, which does... Oh, great. Oh, great. This is the same World Health Organization that went to China to investigate the origin of the virus. We're not allowed, none of the scientists were allowed into the Wuhan lab to check where the virus came from or investigate anything inside the Wuhan lab. And they said, well, we know it didn't come from the lab. This is the same WHO covering, like, these Pfizer deaths. And going, Adolf, well, they were going to die anyway. Sorry, said again. Pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical industry owns everything at this point, including yeah. WHO. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I'll keep going. Does make sense. Correlation isn't causation. The vaccine protects against COVID, not the concept of mortality. It is weird that I have to clarify this, but you are, in fact going to die one day, Mike. Yeah, Mike, stop listening to what Joe Rogan tells you. He's a fucking moron. And those are his words, not mine. I, <laughs> I did get that ISO. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, because it's yeah. true. I mean, I mean, Joe Rogan does say that all the time about himself. Yeah, but I mean... Uh... I like Tim Dillon's idea that Rogan and Joe Rogan and Dr. Fauci need to do a cage match UFC. Right. Uh, to settle this once and for all. Let's see. What, yeah, here's the answer. Stop listening to what Joe Rogan tells you. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> that also goes for stories that you might see hyping up scary sounding data from VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. It's a database that collects stories of medical events following vaccinations. But any layperson has to treat data coming out of it with extreme caution. This is the same database that we heard uh, Del Bigtree talk about and No Agenda covered, where it's less than 1% of the actual deaths and adverse reactions from vaccines get reported. Right. Which, which was later extrapolated out to mean that we're already on track, even though the vaccine's pretty new, a couple months old, we're already on track almost to have more people die from the vaccine in the United States than from COVID, even though COVID's been around a year longer. So this is John Oliver trying to debunk VAERS, even though it's an official government operation. Because reports can be entered by anyone and are not routinely verified. One doctor once claimed that the flu vaccine turned him into the Hulk, and that report was accepted and entered into the <laughs> database, which is... Wait a minute. Okay. 
So this is John. This is John Oliver's evidence that Vares is bullshit. To coming out of it with extreme caution, because reports can be entered by anyone and are not routinely verified. One doctor once claimed that the flu vaccine turned him into the Hulk. So one doctor once claimed. We John Oliver does not give us the name of this doctor, and he acknowledges that the doctor just claimed that. And not to mention, <laughs> not to mention, this is the first time, this is the first time we're going to start making fun of people for calling it the super soldier serum. Oh, yeah. Just think about that. Yeah, right? Because it's like, oh, right. you know, I got my superpowers or I've got my fucking Windows update or I just fucking got my <laughs> 5G My download. 5G implant. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Reynolds did that. You remember, was the, uh, on the last episode, we had little vaccine soldiers. Make Jesus. me tough and strong. Make vaccine soldiers. It's like, oh my god, dude. I'm good. Uh, yeah. And that report uh, was accepted and entered into the <laughs> database, which is completely absurd. A drug cannot turn you into the Hulk. Although... Admittedly, it can turn you into Captain America, the only superhero whose origin story is a metric ton of experimental Nazi steroids. And look, if we're just going to share random, unverified side effects, I might as well show you this truly shocking video about what might happen to your mom. So my mom got the vaccine because she's a healthcare worker and she told me she's experiencing some side effects. Mom, what's that side effect you said you're experiencing? Being a boss ass bitch. <laughs> and look, I'm not saying Vayers is useless. It very much isn't. The reason the CDC collects this data is so if a pattern does emerge, actions can be taken. That is exactly what happened with the Johnson & Johnson shot. Blech. The CDC found a potential pattern of rare blood clots and paused the rollout under an abundance of caution. And while some vaccine skeptics pointed to that as evidence that they were right about very vaccines specific. being dangerous, in reality, it kind of proves the opposite that the safety risk of vaccines is rigorously and publicly analysed, not secretly buried and somehow leaked to the human football's neon scream hour. The human football's neon scream hour is what John Oliver says when he shows a picture of Alex Jones. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'll back it up because... I. God, I fucking hate John Oliver. That the safety risk of vaccines is rigorously and publicly analysed, not secretly buried and somehow leaked to the human football's neon scream hour. Okay, so <clears throat> if if it's if the testing is so rigorous and scrutinised and everything is hunky dory with vaccines and nobody's ever even gotten the sniffles from one, then why are they immune from all damages and lawsuits? And this is something, we're 20 minutes into this, John Oliver has not once brought up the fact that you cannot sue a vaccine manufacturer. That is true. I haven't heard anything about that yet. So what the fuck? So, so come on. What is that? In, indemni indemnity? Indemnification. Indemnity. Uh-oh, retard alert! Retard alert, class! That was, it, John, that was directed at John Oliver, not you, by the way. In case there was any <laughs> And none of this is to say that there are no side effects to the vaccines. There can be. It is just that. Serious ones like anaphylaxis are incredibly rare. 
4.7 cases per million for Pfizer, 2.5 cases per million for Moderna. And you should know, those also occur mostly in individuals with a history of severe allergies. The fact is, the vast majority of people can expect at most typical cold or flu symptoms in the first few days after their shot, or maybe just a sore arm, or maybe nothing at all. For what it's worth, I actually got my second shot this Thursday. My arm hurt a little bit for a day, but that's basically it. I will admit. Basically it. There, it was it. I think there should be legal. I think there should be legal repercussions for talking heads like this to declare these things are safe when they're not even approved by the FDA. Like this is evil. Sorry. Did you say four point seven percent of one million or hundred million? I'll back it up. He hit, yeah, he always has some some source pop up when he kind of like Adam ruins everything. He has a source pop up when he does it, but you actually look into the source and it's usually Two bunk. And a half cases per million for Moderna. Uh, go back and a little further here. There are no side effects to the vaccines. There can be. It is just that serious ones like anaphylaxis are incredibly rare. Four point seven cases per million for Pfizer. Two and a half cases per million for Moderna. And you should know. Those also occur mostly in individuals with a history of severe allergies. The fact is, it? the vast majority of... Yeah. It's 4.7% of 1 million is 280,000. Oh, well, uh, let me back. I th- he said, I think he said 4.7 out of 1 million, not right, 4.7%. So, so 4.7 oh, people see. out of I a see. million. I think is what he said. Let me back it up. There can be. It is just that. Serious ones like anaphylaxis are incredibly rare. 4.7 cases per million for Pfizer. Yeah, no no percentage. Cases, but yeah. cases, cases, cases. Cases. So, <laughs> testing, so testing. 40, so 47,000. Uh, and then VAERS is underreported by what? That's only 1%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to the Harvard studies they did, Bayer's reports less than one percent. So multiply forty-seven or fourth was it forty-seven thousand? You said. Yep, forty-seven thousand. Multiply that by a hundred. So four hundred seventy thousand. Uh, I think. Yes. Oh wait, four hundred. See, this this is a shit where I get a little weirded out because it says forty-seven million. No, I'm sorry. Four four million seven hundred thousand is the actual number. Four million seven hundred thousand. If our if that study, I can't. We, right, we got a decimal point in the wrong place because this is four point seven of a million. So it'd be four. It'd be four hundred and seventy thousand. I think. I think maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, there's 4. been... 4.7 per... Wait, I'm sorry. What's what's the question? 4.7% of a million? Hey, kids, 4. 7, this is a special message. 4 point, stay in school. <laughs> Don't math 4. and podcast at the same time. Right. So it's 4.7 4. 4. 7 people out of a million get the anaphylaxis reaction, according to John Oliver. From okay, the so Pfizer take 4. vaccine. 4.7... 4. Okay. So 4.7 out of a million. Out of a million. How many? How many is that? Uh, when you four point okay. seven times three hundred fifty. I'm, I'm I've been drinking I'm today. I can't do this. Does math. anybody have a calculator? <laughs> uh, wait, no, okay, wait. I do have a calculator. Let me get one. Hey. All right. 
Well, okay, so yeah. what was the original question we're trying to answer here? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how many people he's actually talking about when he says like 4. the total 7. number. Of, 4. 7 peop, 4.7 Well, how many people, people got the Pfizer vaccine? That's okay. Oh, no, it's mRNA. So Pfizer and Moderna combined. So, how, okay, so see, I don't know. I, I just don't know the numbers. I have to look at the study. people. What's up, nerds? That's only that's only sixteen hundred people in the like in the U.S. According to that number, shit. Is that Caleb in here? Who's big Caleb? I think Caleb might be in the chat. <laughs> Is that Caleb in here? I think it might be Caleb in here. See, he would know because he's he was he he predicted all this back in the day because this virus essentially was invented. Yeah. Um. Okay, so <laughs> what up, Caleb? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing this video. You guys, if you want to do math, you can. Two and a half cases per million for Moderna, and you should know those also occur mostly in individuals with a history of severe allergies. The fact is, the vast majority of people can expect at most typical cold or flu symptoms in the first few days after their shot, or maybe just a sore arm, or maybe nothing at all. For what it's worth. I actually got my second shot this Thursday. My arm hurt a little bit for a day, but that's basically it. <coughs> I will admit the following afternoon, for a couple of hours, I did feel a little bit like a boss-ass bitch, but that passed quickly. And anyway, <sighs> the key thing to remember is that no side effect of the vaccine is worse than the alternative, COVID, a disease that has killed over 500,000 people in the US alone, while once again, to date, the vaccine has been proven to kill exactly zero. So it is Bullshit. more than natural to have questions. But there are reassuring answers out there. And anyone just throwing out questions without acknowledging that probably has another agenda entirely. But the problem is to get anywhere close to herd immunity. OK, can we deconstruct that for a second? Anybody questioning the vaccine safety has probably another agenda entirely. And he shows a picture of Tucker on the screen. Tucker has lost all his advertisers. He can't make money. Even though he's the biggest show on cable news, he can't make money. What agenda would you possibly have to piss off all the pharmaceutical companies? You're not making... Yeah, we're funding everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like, what agenda are you serving? Could you imagine if Tucker went value for value? Oh, God. <laughs> rake it in <laughs> instead of instead of ad breaks rake. he just gets dick sucks to date the vaccine has been proven to kill exactly zero so it is it's been proven to kill exactly zero how does that work that just that statement mm -hmm. doesn't sound scientific no it's been proven to kill nobody it's not that if you were trying to even if it's true which it's not we know that's not true but even if it's true, you would say the vaccine has not been proven to kill anyone. You would not say the vaccine has been proven to kill zero people. <laughs> that makes no sense. Oh, I fucking hate John Oliver, that dumb, cunty fucking fuck. COVID, a disease that has killed over 500,000 people in the U.S. Allegedly. alone. While once again, to date, the vaccine has been proven to kill exactly zero. So... It is more than natural to have questions, but there are reassuring answers out there. And anyone just throwing out questions without acknowledging that probably has another agenda entirely. 
But the problem is to get anywhere close to herd immunity. We badly need to convince anyone who can be convinced. So the question is, how do we do that? Well, some Republican lawmakers, to their credit, have tried to reassure their voters, although occasionally those attempts have looked like this. Live free and beauty surrounds you. The world still astounds you it's each time Senator you Kennedy. look at a star. I'm Senator John Kennedy. I can't sing very well, but I'm free. Be free. Be cool. Get the vaccine. I did. It works. Okay. <laughs> I don't love that. And not just because it is the worst thing to come out of a Kennedy's mouth since the back of a Kennedy's head, but also because the truth is... Geez, that that was a, see, that was a joke. Yeah. That oh was a joke. God. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was... Yeah. We, we are 22 minutes in, and that was the first joke of this whole fucking thing. Probably didn't convince anyone. In researching this piece, experts repeatedly told us that the vaccine hesitant generally don't respond well to hearing from politicians, celebrities or athletes telling them to get the vaccine. And I get that. I would love to think that I could end this piece having carefully laid out some data with a triumphant call for people to get vaccinated, featuring a mascot of some incongruous animal like, I don't know, a vaccine cicada. You don't think that that's something that I would be interested in doing? The truth is, we actually did that. We had a vaccine cicada costume made. But after being advised that this technique would not be remotely effective in convincing people who were hesitant, we scrapped the idea completely. So while he's talking now, there's a giant cicada dude in a bug suit with big red eyes with a shirt on that says get vaxxed. And he's walking around behind John Oliver. Very funny, very hilarious, very highbrow. We emailed uh, our uh, mascot uh, guy and we uh. told him not to come in because it was an absolutely stupid idea. A vaccine <laughs> cicada? Can you imagine how dumb that would look? It probably wouldn't even look like a cicada, more like some kind of unhinged cockroach. It was a terrible concept that could have fundamentally undermined the very important message that we were trying to send. And, and all I so, can tell so you is that we avoided making that, that mistake. This is bad. But the truth is, I'm not going to be able to convince the people in your life who are hesitant. The person with the best chance of doing that is you. So if you know someone who is worried for whatever reason and you want to convince them otherwise, don't show them this video, but maybe do try and use some of the information inside it to tell them yourself. And when you are trying to do that, don't dismiss or judge them for having doubts. And I know that that is not always easy. I could have given that guy a pass for holding up the wrong number of fingers, but I couldn't do it. I don't have that level of restraint. I'm a small petty man and that guy is a fucking idiot. But if you think you can do better, it is incredibly important that you try. Or to put it into terms that that guy could understand, I've got two words for you. Please just try as hard as you can. Boo. That was the end. Uh, I will keep this. I will keep well. Uh, I do like now that I know it's the right Caleb in the chat. I do love this ISO because this virus essentially was invented. But um, I <laughs> this is this is this is going to be we're going to have to go back to this one every now and again. Stop listening to what Joe Rogan tells you. He's a fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> I also just love that John Oliver spent five minutes shitting on Alex Jones. It's uh, I mean, it's. It's John Oliver, man. It's John fucking Oliver. It's and I was I was 
horribly mistaken. It was 470 because you take 4.7, multiply that by 100, and get 407. 407. <laughs> okay, well, we're not math. We, didn't, we never claimed to be math experts on this show. Here, this is how good it gets. Lighty, yeah. lighty, pluggy, pluggy. I like money, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> my, the, my my assessment is that John Oliver is a fucking shill, and that uh, he's just gonna read whatever they put in front of him, and that yeah. he doesn't really do much to input on this. He just sits there and he reads things with an up and down uh, tone of voice. He's a Pfizer I mean, girl in a Pfizer world. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know what? Okay, so here's Nancy something. Gross. Here's here's something that's fucked me up. Maybe I have a little bit of merit in my corner. OpenVares.com It's a website. I guess they were scrapping the data from the VAERS and compiling it in easy-to-read fashions. I think I got it from Grimerica. I can't remember. But they list their severe allergic reactions as 7,463, which is quite a bit sense. more than 4.7. So oh, I guess oh you're talking about the VAERS, VAERS data. Well, yeah, no. Well, he... This was anaphylactic reactions specifically that John Oliver was talking about. Gotcha, because I got, uh, Jesus. I specifically with regarding the mRNA. Uh, severe allergic, yes, COVID. Uh, severe allergic reaction, miscarriages, 213, heart attacks, 1132, Bell's palsy, 942, anaphylaxis, 834. Office Ooh, what visits. What's going on? That's crazy. Uh, com. check it out. Um, it's just a fucking IT dude that set up a bot, I think, to pull the numbers from the actual VAERS database because it's... Uh, I, I tried to go it's, on it a couple times, but it's fucking... It's my birthday. Yeah, I can shit. do this. What? You, you giving us some ASMR? Oh, man, I was trying to fart in the mic, but I lost it. <laughs> yeah. I stood up, and then I lost the fart. What a bitch. I know. What a bitch. Sad. Hey champ, that's really interesting. Next time, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I have something to say. Yeah, I'm. On, I'm about to finish this beer. I say we wrap the show and do a post show and just hang out. Because with John Sounds Oliver's good, done, what else I we got to do? I need to get. I need to get more beer. Grab your beer and let's get this show on the road. We'll do. We'll play some music. We'll fucking shoot the shit for a minute. I gotta get my episode posted, but I can work on that in the background. Word. All right. Uh, uh, this is this has been abs in a six pack. Anybody else got any final thoughts before the post show stars? And as many people. I love coming. y'all. Uh, coming. Don't tr- don't trust anyone. Wait, I, I mean, think you, Noah, you walk this in is the first, This is the first time you and I have been t- on the abs in a six pack together, right? The first time we've we've been together. Yeah. Oh shit! It is. Man, that's the weird thing about Historic. fucking podcasting. You, you listen to a lot of shit because I, I fucking caught up on Abs and Six Hack. Probably the hardest out of most shows. Like that and Mo Facts. A little bit of Hog Story. I just realized I got two weeks of training here coming up for the new ge- uh, for the new job. And I'm not going to be able to like really fucking listen to anything for the next little while. So Right. Right, especially when yeah, you get, get oh, the training back. for the job. 
He's in podcast in jail. <laughs> he can't catch up on it. He can't catch up on it all down here. And I'm a professional harmonica player. Oh, shit. I mean, you, you walk in a gas station with 20 bucks specifically for hurricanes. Like, there's no way you're walking out of there with $20 worth of hurricane malt liquor and you're not going to get just blackout drunk. There's just no way. Thanks for listening to Abs in a Six Pack. We'll be hanging out for a little longer in the post stream, playing some jams, shooting the shit. Uh, it's Abs in a Six Pack. So happy birthday to me, and thank you to everybody who subscribed, writes my videos, and watches them, and also comments. Thank you. And also, I will not be playing Xbox Live for a little bit, because today is my birthday. So, goodbye. Happy birthday to me. Abs in a six pack! A-B-S-N-A-6, the number, P-A-C-K, dot com.